Good afternoon, Javier. Good afternoon, Alan. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very happy to see you again. And uh, thank you so much for sitting down with us. We love Longines at 8. We've been uh, partners of Longines for a very long time. And within my family, we love Longines. I was very excited when the team introduced us to you because that's on the day that I recorded my telewatchers. Your podcast went live. So for those that are watching this show and are listening to us as a podcast, as we always broadcast these shows as podcasts afterwards, definitely listen to the podcast with Javier as well, because that's how I got to know you a little bit. Um, besides our passion, we share a passion for uh, our music, so we jammed a bit about the music styles we like. Um, can you please give us a little intro? Things I mispronounce your name, although it's Xavier written, Xavier, right? Yeah, um, as I was telling you at the beginning, I, I'm half Spanish, half Swiss. My mom is, is Swiss and uh, gave me a French name, Xavier, and my father is a Spanish, so uh, Javier with a J. So you can you can pronounce uh, uh, each way. And are you in Saint-Imier today? Yes, I'm in Saint-Imier. It's uh, really rainy. Now it's uh, winter time. Definitely, we, we enter into winter. Amazing. So you're 30, uh, 38 years old. Your yes. official title is uh, Head of Product Development. Right. Sorry again? Tell us what, what you actually do at Lundi. Okay, so, so yes, uh, as, you, as you mentioned, I'm head of product development. I'm, I started to work for Longines back in 2005, more than 15 years here now. I started as a sales, sales guy for yeah. two years. Then I moved to Spain for almost five years as a sales representative. I was based in Madrid and, and in charge of all the South and the Canary Islands. Then I moved back to Switzerland in 2011 to be a regional sales manager for Spain, Portugal, and all Latin America. And then in October 2014, Mr. Von Kennen, my former boss, uh, asked me to, to take the challenge of, uh, of um, moving to, to product department and take the head of, of product development. So now it has been a little bit more than five years, almost six years, and uh, very happy to, 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 to make this 360 degrees move from sales to, to uh, product development. Uh, I really enjoy what I'm doing and, and I have the, 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 I'm very lucky because I have a, a great team, a big team and a very strong team. So uh, yeah, I, I'm really enjoying my, my, my work at the moment. Amazing. So we always love has an amazing heritage, 188 years old, existed in 1832. Uh, I had the honor to visit you uh, several times, actually, in different parts of uh, your split production capacities. Uh, so we're going to do a deep dive. So today, I actually talk about the Spirit Collection, which blew me away when I saw it the first time in uh, March. I think you launched it in March this year. We actually have the product in store. I'm totally in love. Uh, but before we do anything, I want to do a wrist check. I would love to know what you're wearing today. What else, Dennis? 
Of course, no choice. Amazing. And that's my favorite configuration. I believe that uh, military inspired aviation is fly. So that's the favorite one in my collection. Although I love chronographs, I think you did a tremendous job on that one as well. Um, it's a home home run, I think, what you guys created. And later on, after the seven, the ace discussion, I'm going to ask you the first thing. Why five stars? We'll get to that. Besides wearing my one of my many lumbaricals, I selected my new vintage piece. I have several vintage Nanjing uh, wristwatches. Um, I still have a 30 cent on my wrist list, my wrist list, my wrist watches. Um, amazing watch. And I kind of hope, secretly hope you pulled one from the archive, but we'll save that for later. I know you're going to spoil us a little bit with some heritage pieces. Um, thank you for sharing, Javier. Should we roll into the ACES question? Yes, please. We have a lot and, of ground to cover. So thank you. Thank you for, for having me and to, to uh, give, uh, give me the opportunity to talk about Longines on ACES. It's a, it's, a great, uh, uh, it's a great play. Thank you. The honor is all ours, and thank you for taking the time. So we're very excited. Um, we have a lot of ground to cover, so I want to keep it under one hour. And I have a lot of questions for you, and our viewers do as well. So first question, what is your favorite watch or jewel, and why? So uh, it's going to be a, a watch, of course. Um, and uh, I have another question for you. Is it um, do do I have to be uh, uh, do I have to answer with uh, an actual watch or uh, old time watch, or both? This is a casual session. Okay. We can do whatever we want, and you can do you can also answer both one that you own and one that you dream of. Okay, no, I, so it was my idea because what, uh, in my collection and in, in the actual collection, it will be uh, definitely the Legend Diver. This mm -hmm. is one of my, my favorite, and not be, only because of the design, but also be, because of what it uh, uh, reminds me. It's a watch that I bought uh, when I moved back from Spain to, to, to Switzerland to take over the, the position of the regional sales manager. So it's a, it's a special watch for me because it reminds me all the time in, in Spain and all the very good time I had there. And, uh, and then uh, outside the collection, that's uh, definitely uh, my dream watch. My favorite will be a Chrono 13ZN uh, uh, Sommatore, so the Doppia Lancetta, the one I wanted to, to show you here. So I, I just stole it from the museum for the presentation, but... Uh, my plan is to, to definitely steal it at the end of the day. <laughs> so, few questions on that. The Legend Dive, the LLD, the Legend Dive, collected by the LD, and if they don't know what brand it's LLD. Were you on the production team when it was launched? Not yet. No. <laughs> 2007, I was, I was in, still in Switzerland, but not uh, in the production team. No, no, definitely in sales. Okay, so you guys created a massive hit there. Although you guys always had heritage pieces in the collection, in the modern collection, you always always paid tribute to your heritage. You always had pocket watches and always amazing flagship models. Um, this is a picture of the legend diver that Al produced. 
screenshot in the Ace Photo Studio. He has that watch. I sometimes borrow his watch. Now my question to you is, and maybe you know the answer, maybe you don't, because you weren't in the production team then yet. Why did you guys move from no date to a date? That's hot, debated discussion with collectors. If somebody talks about the LLD, the first question collectors ask, with or without a date? Of course. And, and actually, um, every time I say that's my favorite watch, the, the, the people ask me, do you have one with date or no date? Yeah, uh, and I'm glad to say that I have a uh, I have a date one, uh, but uh, I'm still very happy with it. So yes, I remember perfectly the the discussions. Um, uh, even if I was in, in sales at the time, I, I really remember. And since I moved back from Spain to to here and, and I moved to product, I, I always had this discussion with Mr. Von Kennel before and, and and still today with my colleagues. Um, back in the days, the first version of the reedition back in 2007 was with no date. And, uh, you know, it was a little bit, I will say the beginning of the, the, the wave of trend for vintage watches. And uh, some countries, uh, some markets don't really understood this, uh, this um, trend at the beginning. And a lot of people were asking, okay, come on, how, how can you uh, launch a, a, a watch today without date in 2007, uh, we should have a date. And, uh, and uh, to make it more commercial, they decided to, to come with a, with a date version. And almost immediately, the, the, the community of uh, collectors and, and uh, watch aficionados came and said, no, 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 please remove that date. And since then, it has always been a discussion. So if you look at, at what we did in the last uh, years, it's, uh, since I'm at the product, uh, what we decided is to keep it like this and also to create um, a little bit of a of a mystery around this 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 piece, and to keep it like this for for in fifty years, the the the, the no date version also will we um, um, get more value. But anytime we develop a limited edition or a special edition, let's do it without uh, date. If you look at the the bronze version we just launched uh, this month, it's a um, it's a no date version. I have it here. With the green just, dial. Yeah, you just took the words out of my mouth. I want to salute you guys because you launched last week. And this shows that you listen to your community. Because there was so much demand for no date. You guys listen. Bronze, nice, beautiful, humane green dial, and no date. Compliment. Thank you. Because you pleased a lot of a lot of and this is an image Dala is calling us. Stunning watch. Thank you. And also, yeah, my personal taste, definitely, I will prefer it uh, without uh, without date. Yeah, me myself too, because a we're purists and tribute to the original and it's a cleaner design. But I do understand why you guys did with date, because the majority of consumers do want the date. You cannot always listen just to the purist; you can't survive on. So amazing. Thank you for that. Second question. What did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, you know, I, I thought a lot about this question and I have to say that uh, as, as far as I remember, I never dreamed about a special job or, you know, astronaut or, or doctor or something like that. Um, 
as I told you, I spent my childhood uh, break dancing and playing basketball. So uh, my dream was probably to win the, the battle of the year or to play in the NBA in the future. But, uh, but that's, that's it. Uh, also, as far as I remember, I always wanted to, to, to travel. And uh, I have uh, uh, the chance, and, and I'm very lucky for that. Uh, working with Longines uh, bring me the opportunity to, to travel uh, quite a lot. So that's one of the dreams I had when I was a, a child. That is a reality today. Amazing. So that's cool to hear. Did you do anything else than work in what industry? Have you worked um, in another context? Yes, be before uh, working in the watch industry, I had different jobs, but it was, uh, as we say, alimentary to, to uh, uh, earn some money to, to travel. Uh, before starting to work at Longines in 2005, I made a, a big back, uh, backer trip in, in Latin America for one year. So all I did before, almost three years, uh, it was to just keep safe, uh, save some money and to, to travel. Nice. Amazing. So I was born uh, professionally, I was born in Longines. Amazing thing. Because it's rare nowadays to stay at one company. You've been quite some time there. And it's rewarding to see that companies like that give you the opportunity to grow personally, professionally, and uh, it's a 360 holistic experience in the company. So that's amazing to hear. Um, third question is, who is your role model? Uh, again, I, I thought a little bit about this, but I don't really have a, a role model. Even uh, again, as a '90s uh, boy, I, I, uh, I was looking at, at uh, Michael Jordan, and I wanted to fly like him, and I wanted to to groove like Michael Jackson. But no, no really role model. When I think about role models, I, I think more about values, and in terms of values, I will say passion. Um, determination, hard work, and, and uh, this quest, uh, quest for perfection. It's really things that I, I admire that inspired me. Amazing. We share the, 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 the love for both MJs. I also basketball and uh, wanted to play in the NBA, played basketball. That's why I still collect Air Jordan 1 sneakers. And I would dream how he was flying. So. And obviously, white man can't jump, so I, I stick to watches. Passion. <laughs> right. If you could teleport tomorrow, Javier, where would you go? Um, a place or a moment? Choose. Again, it's your show. You can choose. So uh, maybe if, um, if it was a moment in time, I would love to spend just one day in uh, the ancient uh, Egypt, for example. It's, uh, it's a time that I've always... Uh, uh, fascinated me, but maybe one day and in the pharaoh's uh, part, uh, definitely. Um, and uh, a place it's difficult, I, especially at the moment. Uh, I miss a lot Madrid. Uh, yeah. um, my family there and the city, I really love the city, but uh, if it has to be tomorrow, it's going to be rainy and no game of Real Madrid, so I will choose uh, Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> That's the place where I met my, my wife and uh, I, I have a lot of good memories with this amazing city. So I will pick uh, Rio. Nice. Amazing. Is she Brazilian? Yes. So do yes, you guys speak Spanish or Portuguese? Uh, Portuguese. Nice. Cool. Fifth question is, what book are you currently reading? 
Um, actually, at the moment, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm studying, um, I'm preparing a memoir for, uh, for um, an exams that, uh, that are planned in the beginning of the year. So I'm, most of the time when I go out of the work, it's baby. I have a baby, a two years old baby. And, and then uh, when he's sleeping, it's, uh, it's studying. But uh, actually, I'm, I'm reading two books. One is called uh, The Innovator's DNA. Yeah. I've been reading it for at least six months, so I'm, I'm quite uh, uh, slow, but it's very interesting. And the other one, it's the opposite. It's a, it's a, it's a book uh, that's called uh, Foutez-vous la paix. It's difficult to translate, but it's uh, uh, um, don't worry. It's, a, it's about, uh, you know, stop thinking, uh, stop worrying, and uh, just live and enjoy, mm -hmm. uh, you know, this, that kind of, uh, of uh, meditation. Nice. And what are you studying currently? Sorry, what are you studying currently? Uh, business. It's uh, it's um, uh, gestion. Uh, yes, it's about business. Okay. Management, business, and leadership. Good luck. Hope you graduate quickly. Thank you. Um, sixth question: What do you think is going to be the color of next year? Uh, I think for watches, it, it's uh, we, we're going to continue. We are quite slow always in the term of trend, and, and uh, we, we don't move so quick in, in watches. So I will say that green will continue in 2021 to be very trendy. Mm -hmm. um, according to my wife, uh, in decoration, it's going to be the agent teal, this uh, duck blue color. Mm -hmm. You know, we are planning to, to repaint our... Uh, some rooms and it's that's the color she decided it's going to be uh, but you know i have the feeling that the, these uh, pastel colors and all these uh, reassuring type of colors are, are coming back so yeah. i don't know if it will we will be able to bring it into into watches but uh, i think you guys uh, you guys did an amazing job on the dolce vitas where you did the rainbow spectrum of colors for the traps, right? yeah so yeah. are you also so, responsible for the whole collection of development or only segments in Nunjing? No, I, I um, manage the, 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 the whole collection, but I have, for every collection we have, um, in total, we have uh, a little bit, something like 20 collection and I have six product managers. Each of the, uh, one of them is in charge of three to five uh, different collections. Cool. But myself, I, 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 um, I manage the, the, the whole team. Amazing, because a lot of people think that I just focus on vintage, retro, male, and sporty. But what I love the most within Longines, and without offending anybody, is La Grande Classique. Mm -hmm. Love those watches. I don't think there's any nice, ultra-thin watch out there. Very elegant. And La Dolce Vita. Dolce Vita collection is, it embodies La Dolce Vita, but there are hardly any nice rectangular watches out there. There are two that are famous by other hotel lingerie brands, but I don't think anybody does it better than you guys in styling, price quality ratio. So I salute your your team members as well. Thank you, thank you. Um, last question, have you been to Amsterdam before? And if so, what is your favorite memory? Yeah, I've been to Amsterdam three times and uh, last time was more than 10 years ago. And uh, I remember perfectly, I was there for a concert at the Paradiso. Nice. And uh, I, I will say the, the best memory I have, it's uh, me and my friend, uh, my friend, my friend and I, 
by um, riding a bicycle through the sea, looking at the, the beautiful sky and, and the, the, the crazy uh, architecture, going to a record shop. <laughs> nice. Cool. Cool memories. So next time you come visit Judith, the brand manager, Longi Netherlands, and also country manager, you have to visit us. So you have an open invitation, always. Thank you. Okay, thank you so much for answering that. I'm very, very eager to talk spirit. Why the name? Why the collection? What is it inspired of? What is the spirit of that collection? Uh, let's start with the five stars. I'm, I want to jump in. We see it on the background of the image. I want to talk about that, please. So the floor is yeah. yours. Okay, thank you. So yeah, starting with the five stars, I think it's a, it's a good point to start. Um, definitely, we had many, many questions and, and um, yeah, discussion about these stars. Um, if I have to come back four years ago when we started this project, um, we were even thinking about another name for, for this collection. And we were think, uh, looking at, at the history as we do always. But uh, as the, the, the brief was so clear from, from the management, okay, you need to, to take back this territory of aviation, of pioneering uh, spirit and, and all, this, all this field that was, uh, that Longin played uh, such an important role at the, at the time. Uh, when we started to look at it, and uh, some some um, images images started to to come back. I have here one of the mood board that we used at the beginning that you can you can have a look. So, so I want we to are between Xavier. I'm sorry, uh, I, I'm I'm jumping in. For those viewers that are not that known with the deep heritage Longine has, maybe a quick intro to them. What's very important and maybe makes you legendary. Longine is one of the thirteen of the dirty dozen that produced the most epic pilot watches ever for the Aria. So for those that don't know, uh, dials with broad arrows. You guys made some re-editions, people that don't know that, uh, they're in there. Um, but for me, the Lindbergh is one of the most amazing, most amazing pilot watches out there. So yes. that's a watch you guys still produce. Um, and, and currently, I just delivered to a collector this morning uh, the uh, French military re-edition you guys launched this year with a cream dial, which you painted. And I want to talk about that before I forget, how you guys freckled the dial, um, which every dial is different. Um, you guys have such a deep, deep, deep history. And what's amazing, actually, indeed, in the modern collection, you guys don't have a permanent collection. So you guys created the spirit collection. So that's maybe an intro. So please tell me about the mood board. Sorry for interrupting you. Yeah, no, the, the mood board, it, it, it's, it's this. It's starting in the 20s and, and going through uh, till the, the, the 40s and all the, the instruments and, and watches and, and, and chronograph and, thi and things that the, the, the brand were, was doing for pilots, for explore, explorators. And that was the, the, the mood board where, where we deep, uh, we really dive into, into uh, at the beginning of the, of the development. And now coming back to the stars, it's something a little bit later in the history of Longines. You start to see stars late 50s in different um, collections. Mm -hmm. uh, so some people think that it was related to some collection because there, is a, there are a lot of uh, admirals with five stars, conquests with three stars. But actually it was not related to the collection, but to the 
quality of the movement inside. Mm -hmm. Of course, five stars being the best uh, movement in-house. So when we, we started to develop this collection, what we knew from the beginning is that it was going to be the high end of our catalog and that we were going to put everything in the movement. That's why here it's a L888, caliber L888.4, uh, silicon balance spring, cost uh, certified, but so the best movement that we have today in our catalog. So that's why we decided to bring back these five stars. Uh, of course, back in, in the 50s, it was, you know, what we call this uh, one, one line applied uh, with five stars on it. Uh, and today we, we, we make it more um, modern and, and contemporary with five different stars. That, and you can uh, each see on the background, the literally individual raised and affixed on the dial by hand, which is fun to know for those that don't know. Longines always been a pure manufacturer. They designed, created, and built their own movement, of which we just talked about the 13 ZN, but that's one of the many. Um, so, and, 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 and for those that don't know, they, they maybe think that Longines today is entry level luxury, mid range luxury, but Longines always ha has been, been won a lot of awards on precision. And that's also what you refer to with these stars. And for the, and a fun thing, and I salute you, right? Most recently, you announced that on the highest level quality caliber, you give five years warranty. So if you ever get confused which model has it, the Spirit Collection with the five stars has five years of warranty. So compliment for, for introducing it really helps us as retailers and gives the consumer confidence. So compliments for that. Thank you. So that's the, the history of the of the stars, really related to the to the to the history of the, the quality of the movement. Then, of course, today it's 0.3 millimeter high, uh, same as the, the Arabic numerals. So it gives also volume and quality to, to yeah. this beautiful value. Yeah, there's real depth in it, and I was wearing one just now because I posted a wrist shot before we went live. And I was studying it again, relaxed by myself with a coffee and uh, in the light. You guys also satinated it. There is depth in there. There's a play of light. It's not a flashy watch. And it breeds, it oozes heritage. Um, can you walk us a bit through the design of the watch and, and the process yes. of designing and your role you played in it? So as I told you before, we really and looked at our history as we do always, but especially for this uh, new collection here, we wanted to, to, to make everything correct and, and perfect in terms of, uh, of uh, aesthetical codes from the past. So if you look, uh, for example, at, at, at a um, very small detail, as we can see here on the back, uh, it's the, the diamond shape um, yeah. index that you have here. That you can find on, on instruments and, and pilots' watches from the 20s till the 40s. Uh, we wanted to bring it back, but to, to work it in, in a more contemporary way. So we, we now it's uh, yeah, you can see that in, in the flange it's cut in just a triangle to to uh, to make it um, um, special and and also filled with superluminova. Mm -hmm. uh, if you look at the, the step case, also the construction of the case. It's mm -hmm. also very typical from, from pilot watches in, in the 40s. So the idea was to keep this um, step case uh, conception, but to, to also uh, approach it 
in a more modern way. So you can see the finishing here. We have a brushed, then a, a, a polished, brushed, polished, all this rhythm that can, is also repeated on the dial afterwards. The angle that we use for the first um, polish part on the, on the step case and the bezel and the dial are always the same uh, angle, degrees. So everything has been really um, thought in details to, to make sure that it looks like a Longines. Um, actually, it was funny when you talked about the podcast I did um, with um, your colleague, uh, Robert Jan. Uh, mm -hmm. He told something very uh, nice and important. It, this watch looks familiar. It looks like it has been in the, in the catalog in the family, in the Longines family since yeah. a long time. And, and that it, it was exactly the idea to, to, yeah. uh, to keep the, the aesthetical codes of the brand. Yeah, it's like a lost, long lost son. I, I said that I love the black dial because I automatically was drawn to due to heritage, military watches are usually dark dialed. But I love the silver dial. Why did you choose for the grained version of the dial? The gray, uh, the silver one. Yeah. So it, it's um, uh, it's, yeah, it's it's grained. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's funny because at the beginning we were th thinking about having a grain uh, dial. Then we came with this matte effect of the dial, um, and, uh, and our um, supplier, dial supplier, came came with uh, the first prototypes of, uh, of uh, uh, stamped um, embossed uh, uh, grain dial and it was well, so we were so amazed with the results that we decided to have for the silver dial a, diff a different finishing keep the matte for the black and then the grain for for the silver then at the beginning the blue was uh, supposed to be uh, matte also and mm -hmm. and again we, we, we at the time it was mr von kennel that said no no let's try also with the uh, with a sun ray uh, blue because it's very typical for Longines and yeah. uh, hey, the result was also really uh, special and very prestigious in terms of look and today uh, it's it's one of the best sellers in blue in blue dye. The first spirit I sold is blue. So Mr. Fankeno is a legend and he was right. Uh, for commercial in a commercial way it's uh, it's uh, it's, uh, it's difficult for him to be wrong. <laughs> Bless him. And what I wanted to ask you about the chronograph, what made you guys decide to do a fourth entry to the case at the 10 o'clock position? So that's the date corrector, right? Right. Yeah. So that's a, a caliber that is also exclusive for Longines. It's a, it's yeah. a base 808. Uh, for Longines, it's called 688. In this uh, version, in 0.4, means with a silicon balance ring and, and uh, and cost um, certified. It's a column wheel chronograph, and it has a date. We yeah. used it in um, pieces like the the, the um, big eye, for example, without any date. But for most of our other chronograph um, equipped with this um, movement, uh, you, usually we hide the the corrector inside the case, and you need the, this tool, you know, this corrector to to change the date. And um, the designing the 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 chronograph, the, the spirit chronograph, looking at it, it, it looks very similar to the to the big eye. And we say, okay, how, how can we um, make it look a little bit different? And we came with this idea, instead of hiding the corrector, why we don't uh, show it and, and make it more technical and different? Mm -hmm. So came this idea of, uh, of putting this corrector with a, with a uh, push button, but uh, screw in to, to avoid that when you move the, 
the risk you change the date without wanting. I love it, and I love Lacapon movements. So for me, I, I always got. The first time I saw it in my hands, I'm like, whoa, is this a Rattrapant? And I said, oh, no, the date corrector is there. But uh, great job. It, it really adds to the watch and uh, gives a level of complexity and luxury also feel to it and a tool watch feel. So I liked it very much. And um, you also guys made one special piece, right? Do you want to elaborate on that that has more certification? Um, so there was one piece that, that stands out. So the three-hand piece? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the, the first one, of course, was the, was the three-hand, uh, 40 millimeter. Yeah. Uh, then we, 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 we thought, as we usually do, we, we need two sizes because of the, the, the taste difference between Western and, and Eastern countries. Uh, so we went for, for two, uh, two sizes. For my personal taste, definitely the 40 millimeter will be the, the, the winner uh, mm -hmm. size. Even more in terms of uh, details, uh, probably that's something that we're going to discuss. But uh, you know that the, the 42 has this cotton uh, three uh, mm -hmm. Arabic numeral that also came uh, bring br brought a lot of uh, question. Yeah. So maybe let's discuss that now. So the perpetual discussion about yes or no to cut off numbers. How difficult is that decision for you guys as a team? Is it hot debated discussions? Oh, you can't imagine. Yeah, and and, and uh, of course it's always 50 50 uh, um, percent, and uh, at the end of the day, it's it's always difficult to decide. Um, at one moment of the development, we thought, okay, let's move to 43 because like this we can have both date window and and then the three. But uh, it's right that this watch here has um, quite a long distance between lug to lug yeah. so if you go 43 uh, definitely it's it's just too much for for uh, even a big northern uh, european country uh, wrist and so that's why we, we decided to 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 keep um, 42 and not go bigger but definitely the date window uh, and the cut and three was a big discussion i can imagine i can imagine um what are your uh, uh, vision for the future of this collection? If you look at the variations available now and looking ahead, because you guys are the rock stars of variation. When I show consumers the catalog physically with the options, because online you never see the depth of a catalog, right? Digital. But when you have a physical retailer's handbook, it's, it's mind boggling how many reference you guys create. Well, what what is uh, can you tell us a bit what's in the pipeline or the vision for the collection? Yeah, I cannot tell you uh, too much, of course, but what I can tell you it's it's that uh, definitely this collection was created to compared to a heritage piece, which most of them are one shot deals. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm not talking about Legend Diver, which is one of the the best seller um, pieces in into uh, heritage collection. But what we wanted for this collection is to, to, to be in the future one of the pillars of, uh, of our catalog. So definitely it's not a one-shot deal. We, we create a, a, a strong collection, also a strong communication around this piece. It's a, a real 360 degrees concept of, of new uh, product. And uh, we are thinking about, we have already a plan for the, the next five years, uh, the roadmap for this product. Mm -hmm. Definitely we will with animation we will go step by step 
uh, we introduced also this collection in a very difficult and, and uh, strange year, 2020. So, so definitely we will go uh, step by step and, and um, bring some very, try to be, to be smart at least with the, the, the animation we will do on this, uh, on this collection. But I can tell you in terms of uh, movements, we're going to come with some exclusive, new and uh, uh, historical um, calibers. Hand wound? Sorry? Hand wound? Uh, uh, no, not for the moment. Not for the moment. Okay, interesting. We, so we have something in, in this uh, field, but, uh, but uh, it's, um, it's, still, it's still a baby, so I cannot uh, tell you too, uh, too much. And it's not really for, for spirit for the moment. But okay. I'm quite sure that you're going to enjoy what is coming for, for in the next year. I'm very curious. I'm very excited. Next year is going to be strange near because the Watches and Wonders has been cancelled. Basel is not clear what's going to happen. Time to move by you guys. We don't know yet. So I'm very excited. So if you, I ask you, if you're, what are you proud of? What would you share with me? Um, I will share two things. Uh, I will say the, the collaboration uh, in between the, the, the company. Yeah. Uh, in the almost six years I've been working at the product, uh, that's the first time I, I felt this um, collaboration to develop the, the, the right product. From, from uh, industrialization, quality, product, uh, production, uh, marketing, and, and finally sales, training, and everything, uh, the collaboration was was great and and uh, synchronization. It, it, I'm very proud of of our work here and uh, and of course of of the, the product team. Really, we, they did uh, an amazing job. So that's uh, a thing. And uh, the other thing, going more into detail, I will say the the bracelet of this the steel bracelet of this uh, new collection. Mm -hmm. uh, from the beginning, I was uh, I was telling my my colleagues, no, no, it's going to be. Uh, leather strap collection it's uh, aviation it's a very rugged style and, and it's going to be strap and uh, and then um, one of the uh, most of them but one one special uh, product manager here was telling me no 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 i, I want to have the best uh, steel bracelet uh, in Longines collection and i'm going to work hard on this and that the result is is uh, is very good. I have to say that today for the presentation, I decided to wear the the, the NATO strap, but I, it's difficult for me to 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 remove my my steel bracelet. I'm so happy; it's it's so um, comfortable and and good quality. Uh, I'm very happy. So that's one of the things I'm very proud of. I understand why you're proud of it because I we have similar taste, and for me, pilot watches are always with. Uh, adjustable straps or leather, textile, or whatever. Um, but when I had the bracelet in my hand the first time, I'm like, wow, this, I don't mean this disrespectful because you guys are so competitive on the price point that you always over delivering quality. But this was above par for Lugine. And this is a pinnacle collection. Still, I think it's amazing value for money. But that, that strap, Integrated nicely with the case, solid, the clasp, the closure. It fits nice with the water. It doesn't seem new or modern. It doesn't seem old or 
discarded. It's really compliments to that team and compliments for you for listening to that team member as well. Because as a, a leader, you can't be stubborn, right? You need to listen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was, it was a great work here. Amazing. So can we talk a bit about other novelties here? I want to talk about the two tuxedos. I want to talk about the French military. I want to talk about the freckling of the dial. You did it before. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's not exactly the same technique. Let's talk about it after, but it's not exactly the same technique that we use for the military. Educate us. Okay, so so maybe starting with the, the tuxedos, um, it was it was everything started with the chronograph. Um, mm -hmm. One one friend of the brand and a good friend of mine first, and and a friend of the brand collector, an English guy, sold this watch to the to the museum some years ago. And first time I saw it coming to the to um, to the museum, I said, "Wow, I never saw that to the thirteenth and then before." Maybe. Let's have the watch here. Ah, you, you can you can put it on screen. Thank you. Uh, I, I really uh, fall, fell in love with with this watch, the original. So it was a 39 millimeter, originally from the 40s, and equipped with uh, the mythic, uh, mythical 13 ZN chronograph. Uh, and 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 I said, okay, now that we have this new movement, the, the caliber L895.5, uh, we should try to do something. It was a big challenge because. Uh, you know, 13ZN is so perfect in terms of uh, thickness and and, um, and diameter. It was going to be difficult, but uh, I have to say that I'm quite happy with the result uh, using this chronograph, this caliber here, and uh, uh, keeping it, keeping it not too too big in terms of diameter. It's a 40 millimeter, and we could do something uh, quite well balanced. And uh, the, especially the dial is is, uh, is it's amazing. I really like this uh, this uh, heritage. And then uh, at the almost at the same time came into the museum the the, the bull eye or the tuxedo dial for the the, the very small one at the two hands and sub second. And uh, I came the idea why not do like a like a couple watch a pair watch of tuxedo dials. And and that's it. Uh, we we just also launched a year before. The, the sector dial with this new caliber uh, L891.5, which is a sub-second based on our L888 caliber, but with the sub-second a little bit uh, um, farther from the center. That really yeah. gave us the opportunity to, to, to create uh, more beautiful faces of uh, sub-second uh, dials. It, it was very necessary for us in, the, in this collection to have yeah. this movement. And uh, it's a it's a great movement, great power reserve, great precision, and uh, the position of the small second is just perfect for for um, vintage watches. I love that set. It picked up well. Um, this morning we received the chrono, and I was sitting down and looking at it for the second time because when we, you know, when we buy watches, you need to do it very quickly. It's a lot, especially Longin. Always, you guys pump out novelties every year in and out a lot of creativity so when i buy it very quick because i need to switch between fashion watch lover and absorb it and get excited and then switch back to commerce right so i always have two hats on. and today i only noticed that if you look inside of the case that you polished it and the, the bezel the lunette you made it satinate matte finish top and bottom 
So that also created a lot of depth. So it seems that it's smaller, but when you put your finger around it, you see the same way. So that's also done exceptionally besides that the dial is amazing. So compliments on that. It's also, it makes it look really thinner. Because obviously you can never make a thin mover like the 13 Here, Dala found a picture for us. And although it doesn't do any justice to the real beats, you should really see it in real life. The dome crystals also look amazing. So I love it. I also love the fact that second hand on the three o'clock position and not on the regular nine o'clock. So it's also curveball. Mm -hmm. Hands are different for the seconds and the minutes of the chronograph. So very, very high details. Amazing. It's a very cool watch. Yeah. Happy that you like it. Love it. Next piece I loved was for the French military. Can we talk about that? Of course, uh, it's uh, probably one of my um, of my favorites because of the of the surprise I I, I, I get during the process of developing this watch. Uh, this started some three about three or four years ago when the the, the former brand manager of France came to, to the factory and visit the museum and, and discovered that uh, Marine National watch and he said, "Okay, we need to do a, a limited edition for France." Uh, and, and of course, the first question we, we made for him, okay, how many pieces do you want to do? Oh, a uh, hundred or two hundred. I said, come on, let we, we, you want us to present to produce uh, a limited edition for France for 200 pieces when Longines is uh, what it is in terms of volumes. And uh, we were joking about that and, and then starting the development of, of this and seeing that the first uh, Results, results of the case of the of the, the box sapphire glass and the dials. We say, okay, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, my my dear friend from France, we will have to to open open this to the to international because it's it's a killer, and uh, and yes, it's it, definitely the first results. The first time I had the the final prototype in my hand, I said, wow, it's uh, it's so cool. Uh, in, in all the details, and I'm really uh, in love with that watch. I have it in my collection now, and, and uh, really, I, I love this watch. Very I simple. Do, but so I do too, and in real life, the blue hands are way darker, so together with the dark superluminova you guys used, it looks one color. So obviously this picture is a bit uh, enhanced with light and Photoshop, but in real life it looks even better. The, 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 the subtle freckles on the dial rising, the superluminov on the numerals is also done very subtly. So really chapeau. It's you guys are also upping your game on the heritage pieces. I think you're getting closer and closer by respecting the original, although modernizing it in eight size. You need to work with the tools you have and movement you have today. But uh, that's definitely on my... Uh, on my wish list as well. And before we go to our viewers, because we've been chatting enough and I've been asking too many questions. And one of my biggest questions is asked by multiple viewers, so I'm gonna save it for them. I wanted to make one last point. Were you on the production of the uh, railroad? Yes, yes, I just arrived at the, at the product. Uh, so I was uh, quite new and, and I didn't, uh, I couldn't say too much. 
to to not risk my life if you understand what i mean i love it <laughs> but, yeah, i love it i, I remember this uh, this watch and i i really um uh, i i still i still really enjoy, uh, love it yeah so me too and that's that was one of the um maybe one of the most unexpected uh curveballs you threw and it also showed that you guys really really respect your a your heritage and be the collective because this has nothing to do with commercial decisions and you guys this is obviously not a volume piece and you don't make it for that and that shows your passion for what you do and respect for the collector so thank you for that now i'm going to shut up dala may i ask you to pick the questions of the viewers please okay the first one This is our dear friend, William. William writes on YouTube, do you share the development and in brackets part manufacturing with other Swatch Group companies or is Longine completely self-supporting within the group? Um, very good question. Um, actually, we share a lot. Uh, we, are, we have a group, a group of works uh, between, between brands and, and I share a lot with my with my colleagues head of product in the other brands, uh, but depends on, on, the, on which components and, and which projects. Um, definitely in terms of movements, talking about uh, Longines, we try we tried to, uh, as much as possible, to, to develop our own uh, um, movements and, and exclusive calibers. Because of the history, because of all the, the manufacturing history that we had before, and we, we try to to, uh, to to use the power uh, in terms of um, industrialization that that ETA can bring us, but we tried in terms of movement to have our own uh, movements. Today, I will say almost 80% of our watches are freehands calendar, so we are uh, a big client for ETA using the L888 and the L592. It would be the freehands for for ladies. So we have also this. Uh, uh, lever uh, power to to just to discuss with uh, with data as a partner and, and a supplier to develop some some um, exclusive things but in terms of uh, of um, sharing um, yes every day we share with with the groups uh, with with the other brands in, in the swatch group amazing thank you for that um, next question is by our friend Gerard who also writes for Fatella Watches. So we need to watch out for his questions. He's very intellectual and very knowledgeable. He writes on YouTube, um, a Weems invention was a rotating lockable bezel to align with the second hand, possibly to hack the actual second hand, meant the end of the construction. Current Nanjin Weems have no bezel, why? Okay, the the, 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 the wings that we have today in the catalog, it's a, it's a reedition of the first wings that we did in history. In and I, and I don't want to say to say uh, to, to to say something wrong because uh, probably my, my colleagues from uh, Brand Heritage and, and Museum will be more uh, appropriate to to answer this question. But the first wings had hasn't uh, bezel a turning bezel. What was uh, turning technology was inside the dial. So that's why the one we have today in the collection, the reedition of the first whims, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's 
that version, 47.5 millimeter, which was the inspiration actually for, for the, the Lindbergh um, Hour Angle watch. But again, I will, uh, I will note this question. I, I've seen my colleagues taking picture of this question. I will have to double check and I will come back to you if I, if I was wrong on that. So here we see the uh, original piece. Um, I think that this invites us, if there is a season two of the ACE list, we would love to have you back on. Or otherwise, Girard, you can interview Xavier, no problem. Right? Next question. So this is a question we received um, from this collector early on who couldn't join us live. When can we expect a new re-edition of the WWE watches? With REF logo, so the broad arrow on the dial. So the WW is for the uh, British Ministry of Defense, the MOD. Um, the last Greenlander, the nickname of re-edition was nice, but love to see it close to the original. Yeah, you are kind. The, the last uh, re-edition was okay. <laughs> but if we had to do it again today it will be much better uh, in all in all details okay so that's that's the if i am not wrong that's the that's the indian um the big indian the one we have here and that's probably one of the best uh broad hour longine uh, watches or at least one of my favorite uh, very rare watch uh, and I, and i would love uh the thing also with the broad arrow, uh, you know, it's, it's always difficult with the, the Royal Air Force. Today, if we want to repeat this broad arrow on the on the dial, uh, you will probably have to 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 pay some royalties for them. But I don't know. Uh, it's a it's a it's a good question. Let's a good. Uh, that, if I may, let's talk about that because this broad arrow is was used for the British Army, the Ministry of Defense. They put it on there because it was their property, right? Yeah. The most famous ones are the Dirty Dozen. The, sorry, the 13 from the Dirty Dozen or the 12. Huh? Um, Longines was one of the manufacturers. There were several Swiss companies simply because they needed big volumes of watches. Um, but you guys did make re-editions with the arrows on the dial. So right. is it really a license issue, or do you need today supply them literally? Uh, no, no, for my understanding, um, and I remember when we did the, the actual military that we have in the catalog, we were thinking about uh, bringing back the, the broad hour on the case back, and I had some contact with, uh, with the Royal Air Force, and they, they were perfectly open to, for us to use it, but they were asking for... Uh, or uh, something in in, in um, and it was not watches, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I understand. So us as a collecting community, we say, please do it. Yes, uh, and you know what? Better not ask and just do it. But having the <laughs> having the the visibility as a, of a brand like Longines, sometimes it's it's a little bit dangerous to go without asking and to, with, no, to go no, without. I don't say do it and don't ask. Ask okay? and do it. Have Matthias yeah, yeah. do the negotiations. He's a good negotiator. You guys have a new leadership from one amazing CEO to the other. The time yeah. is right. So we're there because I think there was another question like that, Dala. Yes. 
So this is another amazing collector, which Pashanada watches. He writes on, uh, he sent that in to us. Please help me convey my compliments on the fine job they did with the heritage military. And my sincere hope that you'll someday reissue the version of the Dirty Dozen, complete with broad arrows. So this is another one that adds. So I, I believe this is uh, Michael. So Michael, thank you for sending this in to us. Um, I think you answered that already, Javier. Um, I think we have time for one more, Dala, and then we'll wrap up. Okay, this is our friend Rocky. He has his own uh, watch crew. Uh, he writes, although I have to doubt about bronze watches, I love the bronze legend diving watch. No date version, please, in brackets. Are there any more bronze models coming? Interesting question. Yeah, good question. Bronze is definitely... Uh... The, the, the trend for bronze is, is uh, real and it's, it has been for many years. We have seen it first probably in Panerai with, uh, with some, some time ago and then uh, many, many brands. Um, and I think it's, it's a very interesting uh, material and I think it's a very interesting um, way of the customer to understand the material, mm. you know? Uh, sometimes they, they were the... the, the the consumer, they were, they are so um, sensible to to the scratches on 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 the stainless steel, and then you come with a with something that get patina after two weeks, and it, they were they are more than happy. So it's yeah. uh, it's in having uh, change in, in uh, of mind, uh, but definitely it's it's um, I love this material and it's cool to to. Uh, to work with it, we we did some different. Hey, I was going to, to talk about that. That's not the, the legendary. It's not the first bronze watch that we did. We did actually uh, three different uh, limited edition. That's the one we did for Singapore. Um, beautiful watch. It's a bronze with a, um, a black PVD uh, on it um, that is uh, aged to to get this uh, patina look um, on on the on the bronze. But it's a very interesting kind of, of material. These bronze that we use for this uh, for the Type A7, it's a different uh, material, a bronze material that the, that the one we use for the Legend Diver. And in the future, we are um, we are planning to do something a little bit different, uh, getting our own technical material. But I, I will not go too much into details. But I can tell you that something is uh, is preparing because. Uh, we know that a lot of brands are using bronze at the moment, and we would like to, to come with something innovative in this. Amazing. So, Dala, thank you for showing that limited edition for our friends in Singapore, the Hourglass from Michael Tay. That leaves the door open for an Ace Longines limited edition. I'll talk to Judith and drive her crazy. Uh, Javier, I want to really thank you. I want to thank the viewers. Next week, we have uh, Banu Chopra here. He made an interesting career switch as a watch blog. Stay tuned. We have a scoop next week. I want to thank you. Thank you very much for the time. And uh, I really hope to see you back on the show. Thank you, Fabian. Thank you very much. Thank you, my friend. Take care. Bye.